This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. People have been bringing their problems to me for as long as I can remember. I have one of those faces that just says, tell me what's going on. And now I have one of those podcasts that says, go ahead, tell me what's going on. Welcome to Mess in Progress. Hi, guys, and welcome to Mess in Progress, the show that lets you know that we're all messes in progress. We're throwing stuff to the wall and hoping it sticks. I am here, Gina Brion. You guys know me and my lovely co-host slash awesome person, Catherine G. Mendoza. Hey. Say hi to the people, Catherine. I just did. I know. <laughs> but you usually go, hi, people. Hi, people. <laughs> no, I don't say it like that, but I do be like, hi. Hi. Hi, people. Catherine acts like she's shy, but she's not shy. No, I gradually like to let them see my actual personality. See, you're crazy. I come in very delicate. Very delicate like a flower. And then by the end, I'm like, ah. We have another delicate flower with us today. Our mutual homegirl and slay queen. Slay. <laughs> Jenna. Hi, hi, hi. hi Jenna. Hey, y'all. Okay, I don't give you a government. I'm not trying no, to get your please. government out. <laughs> I don't want people <laughs> stalking Jenna. Even though at the end she's going to ask you for yeah, your I'm government. Gonna ask, I'm going to ask you for all your information at the <laughs> but end. But I get it. You get me comfortable first. Yeah. Like, like no one trusts. Yeah, because yeah, I'll be go. like, I ain't going to give you her government, yo. She's just Jenna right now. <laughs> Got to work for it. <laughs> right yo you know what's used to bug me is when people are like when um what's his name used to call you jennifer oh uh, one of the boxing coaches at ufc he used to be like are you hanging out with jennifer and i'm like yeah jenna can you please say her name correctly because wow. he knew it annoyed me he still does it till this day yeah well with that jenna tell us a little bit more about oh, yourself yeah. sorry i took over that yeah nice nice leading though because we would have been like I'm segue yay I'm good segue we do our own sound effects here <laughs> Catherine did a segway I'm sorry Jenna it's all good this is a celebratory moment because Catherine's always like I'm not good no. at segways no the first one we listened to the episode and I was like what huh uh, well today yeah so good that was job, a great Catherine. segue great uh, segue Jenna tell us a little bit about yourself uh, okay so I am a born and raised Brooklyn girl. I'm surrounded by Brooklyn right now. She chose that. I did. I choose to hang around Brooklyn because somebody got to help y'all. Somebody got to help y'all. You make good choices. The Bronx has to be the neutral party in this Brooklyn craziness. Oh, all right. Cricket sounds. Cricket (laughs) sounds. See, see, the the hater, the haterade is coming out already. Oh, wow. The haterade is coming out already. See, but when it's James, then he's also from the Bronx. Yeah. Born and raised in Brooklyn. Jenna's had every job in the world. I I met her as a makeup artist. When was this? This was, man, this is a while back. This was Yonkers days. These were my traumatic Yonkers days. <laughs> my, my traumatizing Yonkers days. <laughs> Ironically, we both had traumatizing yes, Yonkers days, yes. and that's how we met. Um, was that damn. when you came to the house to do my makeup, or was it actually at the it Village was, Underground? It was at the Underground. Yeah. Yeah. She came to do my makeup for. I was filming for NBC, and um, Evelyn, my ex's sister, was like, "I know this girl. She's a makeup artist." Yeah. And I was like, "Perfect." So Jenna came through. Wait. She, so y'all met through his sister? Yes. Yeah. Oh. 
I knew this, oh, but I, I forgot. Like your, oh, you were like instigating. Right? You're like, oh. I was like, Catherine's in the middle of the business right now. <laughs> Wait, uh, job yeah. one, makeup job one. artist. Job yeah. one, makeup artist. That was artist. just one of many. I had way more before that. Oh, do tell. <laughs> okay, so my first official job, ironically, of, if you want to call it a job, was I was 13. Oh. I was no, that's a job. babysitting newborns to two years old. Okay. Then I tried to work at an office. That's when I knew at 16 that that was never going to happen ever in my life. That's mm-hmm. not an office person. No disrespect to you office people. I gotcha. It's cool. <laughs> I gotcha. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. a certain way that, that it, they yeah, have to live takes, their life. Yeah, it yeah. takes and a certain way. And I'm just uh, too antsy all the time and yeah. just sitting around doing nothing. I can't. Um, I knew that was a, not a thing. I did that for like a year. After high school, that's when I went into like the Foot Locker days. Oh, Foot Locker, Foot Locker, Locker where? I was the sneakerhead girl. But where? At, um, in Mer- on Myrtle? No, in Queen Center Mall. In the, at the mall? Yep. Wow. wow. It was crazy. I had the ill hookup. <laughs> <laughs> I love Catherine's amazement. At the mall? I at get the mall. Because you got to think about it. New York doesn't have a lot of malls. It does, it does not. not. And so Queen Center Mall but is a mall. The you spot, know, right? It's the spot. Yeah. yeah if where you're a lot from, of things happen. If you're from Brooklyn or Queens, you go to Queen, you Center, go to Queen yeah. Center Mall. Because you ain't going to King's Plaza. No, nope. hell no. Hard I'm pass. trying to live. Yeah, hard pass on King's Plaza. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Queen Center, live my best life. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Oh, oh that's hashtag funny. New York, New York stories, stories, Dorothy. New York stories. <laughs> I am not good at. I don't words. feel like you can be a New Yorker, born and raised New Yorker, sorry, without many jobs. I feel yes. like that's a thing. I've had many myself. Like I was a babysitter for a while. I babysat for a kid that was six months old. I babysat for a nine-year-old. And I I enjoyed it. I really liked working with kids as long as I get to like send them home with somebody mm-hmm. else. Hi. You know, I said that to somebody recently. Somebody said, um, I was like, oh, I need a hobby. And this guy was like, you need kids in your life. And I was like, <laughs> mm, hard wow. pass. And he goes, that's awful. And I'm like, uh, really? That's awful. Maybe your kid's not that great. Like, how about <laughs> how about stop being so proud of something that's biological? Like, oh, you should have kids. Or I could just take up painting. How about that? How about yeah, I not true. have children? And you think children are a hobby. The fact that you put them in the hobby category, that's mm-hmm. not awful. <laughs> I that said I need a hobby. That's you concerning. said you should have kids. Oh, your children are a hobby? I mean, if that's a hobby, well, he should open a maybe daycare. Maybe for him, right? though. He should open a really dope yeah. daycare. That's good for you. <laughs> you like kids, that's good for you. Not for me. I've never babysat. No. Mm-mm. I just knew always. Oh, I don't do nah, kids. You're too savage. You're too, you don't understand, Catherine. You don't have the patience. I really You do don't not. have the patience for these kids' clapbacks. No. no. Then we would have a problem. Yeah, We're going to nah. have words. Yes. Because Catherine's not a timeout person. No. Catherine's like, oh, we gonna throw hands. No, yeah. it, it depends. It depends on how how serious it would have got. Because I would have thought things like, I'm twelve. You just ate. <laughs> <laughs> you just turned eight. So really, what's the year? The age yeah. difference. Yo, don't be talking to me crazy. I'm gonna treat you like you twelve too. Because if you're like nineteen and they're eight, that's an age difference. Yeah, yeah. If you like twelve and they're oh. eight, you're like, hmm. I could kick your ass and get away with this yeah, excuse. Like, <laughs> like, I'm not a grown person yet, so right? we in the same league, bro. <laughs> exactly. You want to speak, say something else. Say something else. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I have I have worked. I was like, what else have I done? Because you've, I mean, Foot Locker days. I, never, I don't think I've ever worked in retail. I worked at a law office. I was a camp counselor. Mm-hmm. 
I was a barista for five years. I think you're right. I think it maybe it is a New York thing to have several different jobs. I worked at a temp agency too. See? So yeah, did I. Same. I did temporary work. I did a lot of restaurant work, bartending. I was a hookah oh, I was girl. A I worked too. in the lounges and stuff like that. Where? I can't remember. No, I'm good. No, no. Like, <laughs> in the city, not the place. Um, it wasn't in the city. It was more uptown, like. Up, 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 I did it all. Then I did it in Queens as well. The last last lounge job I had was Queens. I was like, I don't think this is for me. Like I'm tired all the time. And I'm just not with it. I'd rather be the people on the other side. Yeah, I'd rather be just enjoying the hookah. Yeah. But that was that. And then um a lot of restaurant work, like Applebee's, again, Queen Center Mall. Um the I opened the Buffalo Wild Wings on 71st and Continental. Oh. Is the lot of Queens? stuff. Yes. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> um, and then I started realizing what I really wanted to do. And end of the story is I am a fitness person. Fitness <laughs> I, 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 person. Because it's like cooler to say, just chill. Um, I work in fitness. That's pretty much what I do. I coach people, do kickboxing. Mainly, I manage a kickboxing studio. Hey. Hey. She's a baddie. See me. That's, she, but you're humble. But she's humble. Yeah. She's yeah. humble about it. Don't let Jenna's humbleness fool you. She is definitely. I never go anywhere thinking I'm the best because it's just. You never I think learn. If you work in the fitness industry, you have to be willing to always be a student. Like You can't ever walk in a place and be like, well, I, will, I have this certifi- certification. I have this type of resume. Like You can be confident in your work. Yeah. And in your following. But if you're always walking around like you know everything, then I can't talk to those type of trainers. I can't. Yeah. I well, can't. I mean, I can't talk to those type of people because then how do you learn? How do you grow? To be the best leader, yeah. you have to be a better student. Yeah. You can't. There's That's no way. And if you're if you're so caught up in the ego of I'm the leader, I run this, mm-hmm. and you're too you're too strung up on your own ego to actually advance. Because you limit yourself. When right. you stop learning, when you stop growing, you limit your abilities. And that's on you. Yep. That's if you want to be subjected to your ego and walk around like, you know, you're the best already, then pff, I guess you just capped yourself off. You're like, this is it. This is me at my best. Okay, cool. Exactly. I'm still growing. And usually those people are like the worst instructors. Like to yes. have, like mm-hmm. have somebody in a class or a worst trainer mm-hmm. just because you could tell when somebody's not trying to grow and they think they are like the best. Yeah. Right? Or like, doesn't want to be bothered with, I've had trainers that are just like, there's, I'm very, 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 very judgmental of like f- fitness classes because I know I don't like them. First of all, I don't like group classes. I don't like strangers and it's hard for me to focus. I don't, it's just fact. I don't like it. I'll I take it. them, mm-hmm. but I do better one-on-one. It's just my focus is better. And when I go to a group class and I'm watching a trainer and He's not paying attention to any of the people in the class. That gets under my skin. Not even it's just me. If I see somebody that I know is struggling Mm -hmm. and I haven't seen the trainer walk over, Mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, what's wrong with this person? Like, you don't see that? You're watching the whole class. And I've been in Jenna's classes and Jenna's very attentive. Like she will pay attention to all of the people in her class, walk up to them, help them out. She's always kind, never judgmental, never makes people feel like crap. Because taking a fitness class too, that can make you self-conscious. Oh, it's Hell super yeah. tough. Oh you're, you're in a room with people that have been in this fitness lifestyle for years. 
Yeah. And you could just be this person embarking on it and trying to like make it your lifestyle. It is super intimidating. I just a friend of mine is going through that right now and I just constantly just motivate and motivate and motivate. I'm never the person in the gym that's looking at somebody saying, Why are they here? They don't belong here. Everyone belongs there. Mm-hmm. Everybody that wants to live healthier belongs. As long there. as you're putting in an effort, I feel like yeah, don't you should be them. there. Don't but put them like, in a box. Bring them with you. But the people That's I true. see at the gym sometimes that are like just sitting on the row machine texting. I'm right, like, yo, right. bro, can you go to like a Starbucks? No, or of something? course. You know what I mean? Like this you is can not tell. Rude. You can That's tell the difference yeah. between people that are they're here for good reason. Yeah. And you know the people that are there to just show off. Yeah. They don't I really mean, have. You know what I mean? Facts. Either show off or. You gotta post it up that you're there. You gotta, you know, get the booty. Get I the saw legs. the most like, ridiculous thing. Get the chest. Get the arms. At like, an LA Fitness, LA. <laughs> in California, <laughs> this lady showed up, and everything about her was extra. <laughs> she had these sequins. <laughs> you heard me correctly, sequins, tights. And literally, like these, what do you call the platform sneakers? What? Not sneaker sneakers. Platform sneakers. Like the Nike Wedge? Except not like that. (laughs) Think of a worst, cheesier. Spice Girls? Yes. Oh, wow. With that, with a halter top and a regular bra, not a sports bra, Mm -hmm. regular bra. And she's just walking around the gym making the most ridiculous sounds every time she lifts something and i was just like you're being so extra right now oh, that's crazy that. like crazy. that to me i'm like you're really trying to get every she was just like uh, uh, you ever create uh, uh different scenarios in your mind when things like that happen about i'm gonna what? try to i'm gonna explain okay explain um so so i don't jump to thinking you're weird yeah i'd like to play off in my mind like she's either probably an actress and she's really trying to get in her character you know what i mean and she's just like pushing it out in the public to test out this character because i know someone can't really be like that like i don't want to believe that you're really like that i will make up stories right i want to make it up so i can feel better about it definitely that day that i was (laughs) watching her story though like the idea of it because i automatically went to oh okay she's probably like a stripper (laughs) and she just got off work and she came here like that was my i'm like she just got off work like it's nine in the morning she just got done she's coming Wait, to get her workout this? on this, this is, is LA her fitness. after work okay, that workout yes like I was, every other i was like she has to be i was like because she had a nice body i'm not gonna like she had a nice body mm-hmm. but it was she was just extra with everything yeah. and i'm just character. like I, but i made up that story i know exactly what you're talking about now because when i i saw that i was like no i gotta figure out yes what this story is it's la and the actor theory. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with actor you, John. theory. Yes, that makes Mine sense. Mine was a stripper theory, but your actor theory, that makes sense. Like, you, you know, people get weird when they're trying to play yeah. a weird character. You yeah. Know, to, like, well, really test the it character. out. They got to become that like person. Like the dude who played the Joker in Suicide Squad. Right. There was all these stories about him, like, sending anal beads to Will Smith and, like, sending these weird gifts to, to everybody. He has to tap into that personality. He got into that. It's very method. Yeah, he's a very method actor. I think it's dope as hell. You know what? He killed the role. I so would like, love yeah. to be like that. I want to just tap into a character and just like get out of my own space. I did a, a podcast that was up. like, um, what do you call it? It was a improv themed podcast. It was like this improv group. And I hate improv, by the way. I 
I hate bad improv. Good improv I can get into. No, I mean do but it. But like, oh, doing it? Oh, I'm, I'm like, terrible at it. it. I'm terrible at it. So I just I don't say I hate it, but I, I won't do it. Like if somebody asks no. me to do it, I'm like, no, I suck. Like I'd rather watch good people do Same. it. Um because I've tried it several times and I always feel like I'm the lamest one. But I was doing this podcast and the producer came in and, you know, she was part of the podcast and she had this really like scratchy, scratchy, scratchy voice. And the whole and she was really negative the whole time. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the podcast, she pops up and she goes, thank you so much for coming in. And I go, what? And it was a character the whole wow. time. That's cool, and I was like, what? This is insane. <laughs> she cool. was so good. She was so good. That's dope. I was like, wow. I was blown away. I was like, this this is incredible. I did not realize that that she was playing a role the whole time. I was like, she just looked, she walked in, in character. And until they called cut, until we cut our mics off, she was in character. It was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen. It was, it was pretty mind blowing. Cause you don't hear a lot. Like a lot of people are judgy about improv, mm-hmm. but when it's good, when you see like good improv, it's funny and it's creative. That's yeah. You know what I mean? But okay. Sorry. I was talking a lot. I feel like I was talking a lot. <laughs> we need to discuss something guys mm. Mm. <laughs> because i had an issue i have okay so i'm very sensitive to smell i don't know if everybody is but i'm very sensitive to smell mm-hmm. whenever i get ready to fly and i'm flying out on friday i get very nervous you fly a lot i do i fly a lot and i i'm a very paranoid traveler but only before i get to the airport once i'm at the airport i just want to make it on time same when i get in the plane i'm fine but here's the thing the last flight that i was on there was a guy in front of me and i can tell you like I'm so sensitive to smell that it hit me immediately. Like, mm. this dude's B.O. was off the chain. Mm. Like, it was like, sir, you, everybody, everybody that walked past, you know how you get hit with a wall of funk and it's like it maces you? You're just like, oh, my eyes, my like eyes. when you walk past, like, a homeless person in the street and on those yes. hot summer days, mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. that you're just like, damn. I know, guys, I, I do so, fitness. Yeah. I get so, oh, there's probably a lot of Why do you people. even have the sense of smell yeah. anymore? <laughs> you should not. Girl, you should have your nose plugged up constantly. <laughs> Gym smells? The woo! worst. Mm. Between the smell of sweat on somebody's, like, workout clothes. So when I was training in Yonkers, when I was training at the MMA gym in Yonkers, mm-hmm. we had a guy who was so stinky, stinky. that we called him Dougie Not So Fresh. Mm. Everybody got a nickname but Dougie, not so fresh. And he's a sweet guy. I love Dougie. Dougie, I love you. That was his but, name? Yeah. Dougie. Well, his name is Doug. But like everybody okay. got I a need nickname. I understand where they yes. come from. Everybody got a nickname. So he was Dougie, not so fresh because his bag, gym bag always smelled. But he trained all the time. So it was like, okay, we get it. You train, but you got to wash your clothes, bro. <laughs> no, you know what people, fun fact, um, also health fact. A lot of people don't understand that they shouldn't be using a lot of the same fitness outfits and fitness clothes that they sweat in a lot like they shouldn't be reusing them as much because no matter how much you wash them that bacteria remains in those clothes which activates the smell the minute you start to generate heat from your body like that's why your clothes always smell yeah like, but i washed clothes. it like five times that's and what so he like, would say he would be like of, i washed it he had to like literally like destroy that shit yeah. like, well, put yes, that shit on fire like- go get a new outfit training different stuff like yeah a lot of equipment fitness stuff does not last a very long time no matter how much you spend money on it like, gloves like we used to have regular gloves like in in our gym and after a while like if you tried to use a pair of gloves that was left at the gym ew, it was disgusting it was disgusting 
Because we would have spare gloves. I when broke out them. from like a gym with like a loner pair of boxers. People would gloves. get ringworm. People would get stuff like you don't understand. Like Man please, we can go back to the topic you were talking about. But yeah. if you are someone who at least owns or manages any fitness studio, me as a fellow manager, please make sure your studios are clean. Like it is not worth the trouble Thank if you. something yes. happens. That's like owning a restaurant. And never cleaning it. Like, you got to keep it clean. Keep it clean. Keep, keep your safe. equipment clean. Keep people safe. Keep yourself safe. Keep everybody else safe. Your staff your staff safe. Everybody. Yeah, because that's gross. When you Even when you walk into a gym that you can tell is not well taken it's care of. It's my biggest pet peeve. It's like the gross. So I've walked bad. into some gyms where I'm like, it smells musty up in this piece. Well, that just makes me think of, on, on a very non-manager way, but my only experience with gyms <laughs> is as a customer. <laughs> so when people don't wipe down their machines, I'm mad. I'm mad. Mm. It's inconsiderate. I don't for say sure. anything. Yeah, it's inconsiderate. But now I have to wipe it down twice. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like some people are just super inconsiderate about how much, how they don't do it. Like, they'll walk just away and you're just like, dude, the wipe's there. Or you saw me wipe before you. For me, it depends on whether it's a machine that I'm sweating on, but I also always bring towels. So I'll put a towel down if I have to sit down on something so I'm not getting my gross sweat on it. Thank you. But if I'm sweating on <laughs> a cardio you. machine, I'm going to go get the wipes. You know what's the you know worst? What I mean? the, the, when, you sit, when you sit on a machine ew, and your butt is ew, sweating. Ew, yes. <laughs> it's just, the worst. You just see the butt. And you see the butt. In the print, print, like, your little booty resin <laughs> just stays there. <laughs> I look at it as like one of those experiencers, like, what do you see here? Like, this, like, like, an like a test. What do you see here? She's like, chicken. I see I'm a looking bat. at an icy, I see booty sweat. That's what I see. Booty I see sweat. lots of booty sweats on this seat. All right, so back to BO. Uh, back to BO. This Yo. dude smelled so bad that actually um, the person sitting, I was. I was two seats behind him. The person sitting behind him requested that, like, uh, to move seats. He was like, can I move? I can't. Wait, they, was, the person The person to move? behind him was like, can I just move I seats? I respect it. Because that's nasty. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, and you should, like, How if somebody. How long was this flight? This, yeah. It was like four hours. Oh, nice. It was four hours. Move my seat. Move mm -mm. my yes. seat. Can you imagine mm -hmm. the funk? That's not. Yo, and <laughs> pe can okay, I get it. You want to get comfortable on an airplane. But if I see one more pair of just naked feet naked. chilling, I'm going to step on your toes. What are you? This ain't your house. Yeah. Why would you kick off your shoes? On the train? On the no, freaking on the on the airplane. On the on the airplane, oh. people just taking their shoes off like they live there. Yeah, no way. I'm like, that's nasty especially every stick of feet well here's oh, the yes. thing that's why i uh, in the summer i love wearing sandals yes because i understand wanting to wiggle your toes yeah but i'm wearing sandals mm -hmm. so i can do that whenever yeah i'm not just gonna chill take off my nikes you have to plan for a plane and i think people poorly plan for planes. all the time me too i'd be forgetting stuff <laughs> When I think it's not going to be cold on an airplane, that's when I should have bought my sweater. Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. the worst. And when I think it is cold it's and I bring hot. a sweater, hot. I plan hot. for everything. And I always forget my pillow. I pre-plan. <laughs> I get so mad. I will pre-pack my snacks and still oh, buy God. snacks at the airport. Like, that's, <laughs> I'll still be like, yo, I didn't get the right type of snack. Yeah. Well, now we know when we fly with Jenna, there's snacks. <laughs> snacks on snacks on the snacks. Snacks on snacks all the time. I, I judge their snacks. snacks on the plane. I be looking at them like... Weak ass snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, when they be handing me those, but I'll take peanuts. them though. Let me get the chocolate like, chip cookies. Yeah, <laughs> or the little biscottis them that they dry be out. chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> Choking over here because you can't bring my water. Yeah, exactly. Can I have? 
<laughs> what airline like, are y'all using? It's like, it's like when you... Because, you know, JetBlue got blue chips. Oh, nah, no, because, you know... I'm, I'm <laughs> yes, JetBlue be having them good snacks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, like, those dry cookies when you just go... And you just see, like, smoke yeah. coming out of your It mouth. crumbles in your hand like something out of an Indiana Jones movie. You're just like, did I just find the Ark of the Covenant? Like, what is going on with this? How is this snack so crumbly? That's funny. Yo, one time I fell asleep and the person sitting next to me was looking out and grabbed me snacks. Yo, Ooh, I woke what? up and there was pretzels. I can't eat pretzels, but there was pretzels <laughs> sitting right on my little tray. And the lady next to me was but like, what I, I had so many questions. Oh, right it was now. her. I was like, she, she said she did it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was she like, what was if like, it was her? So she wanted credit? Oh, she wanted credit. She was like, I grabbed you some pretzels. Because I must have looked mad confused. Like, the pretzel <laughs> or fairy just ran by. Like, who was just throwing pretzels <laughs> at me pretzel like this? <laughs> the snack fairy stopped by. Hey, I got me some snacks. That is nice. Isn't that nice, yeah, though? That's sweet, though. Yeah. The, I realized something. I don't talk to people that sit next to me on planes. I just, and it's oh, just, it really either. is like, I don't oh. like strangers. Mm -mm. But one time I was sitting, I was on a flight, and these two people next to me, because I always get the window seat, because mm -hmm. that's my joint right there. So the two people sitting next to me, they were talking the whole flight. It was like a four or five hour flight. They were talking the whole flight. And I was sitting there, and I'm in and out of sleep, and I'm like, why are these weirdos talking to each other? Wait, they had just met? They had just met. Mm. And I was like, why are these weirdos talking to each other? And then I was like, well, what's weirder? The fact that they've been sitting next to each other and talking for four hours, even though they don't know each other, or I haven't said anything in four hours <laughs> to two people sitting next to me. Facts. Like, it depends on my mood. Because <laughs> sometimes I want to talk, and other times I'm like, leave me alone. No, I was. No, I think I alone. avoid it mostly on the plane because we're in so close yeah. areas yeah. where it's like I can't escape you. What's your seat? No matter what. Do, what do you like? I, middle aisle. Nobody uh, likes middle. Yeah, yeah. Who's like? <laughs> who's that one person who's like? I love the. Middle I like seat. middle because I love people. <laughs> it depends on my mood, to be honest. Yeah, and the, no, and no, the time funny. frame of the because I like mm. to if I need to get up get up I really don't want to ask for people to get out of my way. So, like, sometimes I'll do the aisle seat because mm -hmm. I don't mind getting out of your way, but I don't want you to, like, I don't want to ask you to get out of mine. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. No, I, that's why aisle is mine. Uh, it's that. Yeah. Really? I, I like I the aisle. aisle. I don't always. care for the window. I Me really neither. don't. The three of us can travel together, no problem. No. Yeah. Because I will take the window seat every single time. And I also really don't care. If I'm with people, I'll do the middle. Oh, there no. You, go. you got I, the I'm aisle, my, chica. Yes, because my claustrophobia is like, no. No, I knock out. I purposely try not to sleep the whole day beforehand. Yeah. So that way when I get on the plane, mm -hmm. there's no way I'm going to stay awake. Yeah, I and won't so sleep the night like, before a flight, but not on purpose. I just never sleep anyway, but yeah. especially before I fly. <laughs> right. And then I'll sleep in like 20 minute increments. I won't fully sleep unless I'm exhausted, mm -hmm. but I'll sleep for 20 minutes, wake up, sleep yeah. for 20 minutes, wake up. I always fly out like 6 a.m. or earlier. Me too. I hate I like anything after flights. that. Oh, I hate the late ones. But I, as much as I only do the aisle, I oh, if it's a long flight, I mm -hmm. always feel like Damn, the window has that best I could fall asleep yes. thing. Uh, you know, and you you can lean on it. Because if you're in the middle, you're taking a risk. You might fall asleep on anybody here or you got to do the, you know, right, you got to go right, down right. onto the tray. My husband likes the, the window too, but mm -hmm. he's tall. So he needs like the aisle seat for like the space. I see. Oh, yeah. He needs that. And I didn't realize this when we first started traveling together. I hate sitting in the exit row. 
Because again, one hundred percent, I hate it. I don't like being disturbed. I don't like being mm. no. Don't depend on me yeah. for safety. Don't. That's I exactly not be, why I don't do it. Yeah, I'm not saving lives. No, I'm going to <laughs> I'm panic out. like the rest of y'all. <laughs> yeah. I am not Superman. <laughs> I cannot save this plane. <laughs> don't count on me for your life. <laughs> if we are ever in a crisis together, I mean, technically, you could go first. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, that's why I said I'm out. Like, how am I gonna hold? I'm, I'm going first. I'm. Out. No, in a bad way Bye. you could be going out in a bad way yeah. you could be like, the first one sucked out of the airplane it's almost like you're the test dummy yeah it's yes. like hey just in case you make it let's you're see. gonna save us if not you're the test dummy bye yeah but i don't do it at all <laughs> no jeremy likes he needs the extra the leg space, space. Yeah, he loves the, space. the leg space and i didn't realize this because the first time we flew was for our honeymoon really we flew together and he got like um exit row seats and i was like i hate exit row yeah. seats like i was Divorce. <laughs> I was just marking down everything that we're divorce. gonna get a divorce for. <laughs> some, some of them don't even have the trays in front of Exit. them, so now this is really uncomfortable. Yes, because I'm dumb far from the seat in front of me. There's no tray. Mm -hmm. Now I'm just there. I feel naked. I yeah. feel unprotected. Wait, so here's the real question. Yes, would you rather? Mm. 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 We, that 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 tells you <laughs> that we've all played the game. Would you rather? <laughs> would you rather? Where is this coming from? Because you like to sleep, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so, you know how the seats are like super upright, mm -hmm. like really upright, where it's obnoxious. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather the exit area or the last row where you cannot actually put the seat back at all? See, that's not a problem for me. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't no. put the seat back when I sleep. You're crazy. Everybody says you that. You are officially a psycho. I do well, not put hell that no. and black coffee. You know why I don't do it? Girl. Because if I do it, if I am asleep and the plane is landing and the stewardess wakes me up, I'm going to give her the only I should knock you out right now look. <laughs> no. I don't like being woken up. I hate it by a stranger because this hoe is going to touch my arm and I'll be like, and you are? Listen here, Sky Ho. I don't know you. Sky don't touch Ho. me. Don't touch me, Sky Ho. Back all the way up. Uh, but she's a, every she's time I've done it, sky. it's just like, excuse me, ma'am, can you put your seat up? And I'm like, oh, this is what's going to make us crash? Cool. All right. Yeah. Let me just fix this seat for you, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't touch me. That's why I never put the seat back. And I don't do it in cars either. If I'm in the passenger seat and I'm sleeping, it's upright. I sleep upright. Yes, I know. And All I right, drink my coffee head. I'm, I'm clearly sorry a to psycho. the steward. Or the <laughs> no, no, the, what is it? What, they're the not the air ho. Oh, sky ho. No, what's the actual term? Stewardess. Stewardess. No, I think flight attendant. Flight attendant. Oh, flight yes. attendant. Oh, we was using the old yes, term. Yes, that's what I said. I'm pretty that's sure. That's the OG term. Stewardess. I'm sorry flight to the flight attendant. We just show our age. We really did. Wow. <laughs> I have to say I'm sorry to the flight attendant community because you clearly hate them. I don't hate them at nah, all. Yo, I know that they, they have lit. a job, but it's knowing myself. <laughs> That's why I do because I know myself. It's nothing against them. I know what they have to do. You hate that part of their job. Yes. That's my backup plan. Y'all know that? Being a flight attendant? Yeah. That would actually be dope because oh, you can travel a lot. I could plan. see you doing yeah. that. If this if Would fails, you tap on someone? Would you do it? Would you do that part of your job? Well, you have it to depends how I feel that day because we all know oh. moods. I might be the one that's like, excuse me, we got to put your seat up. The other one's like, put your seat up. Put your <laughs> just hit seat the thing, up. Just tap on her. Put it up. Thanks. Put it up. Bye. And I'll just walk it over. Yo, I would be so tight if Jenna was my flight attendant and she did that. <laughs> I would be so tight. You know what I hate? I'll be the flight flights. attendant where it's like, you know this. <laughs> Why am I still telling you this? You know what I hate? <laughs> Why do we have to put, I hate that we put our stuff like under the seat in front of us rather than our seat. 
when you, when you have like an extra bag, you have to put it under yeah, the yeah. seat in front of you. Because isn't your life vest under there? Yeah. Your life vest is there. That why it doesn't. That's why it doesn't fit under your seat. You got a compartment. No, I hate underneath that. Because then I people be kicking my logic. my my bag because it's under their seat. I am the worst, mm. most disrespectful person when it comes to bags on a plane Damn. because I sit with both of my bags. Ain't none of them going in the above <laughs> compartment. <laughs> one of them's going behind my legs and one of them's going under the seat. Because one of, of them's me. your purse. Yes, yeah. I'm like say something. I've stuffed a lot underneath the seat. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh my Hell god. Yeah. Oh my FYI, god. FYI, sky hose, uh, sky hose and sky hoeers. <laughs> I don't know what's a male sky hoe. A hoe. You a too. You a too. Mitch. Mitch. Yo, I I be hiding them bags and I'm like, yo, say something. Say mm. something. Say I won't get an attitude if you ask me to move this bag right now. Damn, Gina, you're like a different person. I just, in the I just need to be left alone. I don't like, think I want to travel with her anymore. Me neither. No, legit, I'm like, just leave me alone if you are a sky ho. And I respect your position. <laughs> But if, if you <laughs> noted, <laughs> noted, that's all I ask. I just have to be left alone. Unless I need something, I will call you when I need something. Don't bother me. This is a public service announcement. If, if, if there, I right? have the backup plan and it works and I yes. actually go through, I will just let you know what flights not to get on that <laughs> I'm on. Just because. No, because you'd be the one flight attendant that would know me so well. Like you would just be like, nah, just yeah, don't Yeah, but if bother. like my partner's messing up, I'm going to be like, yo, she don't, I can't protect you. I'm yeah. sorry. Like, you'd be the one that would be like, yo, Gina, they service snacks. I'd be like, all right, thank you, boo. <laughs> that's that's going to be how Jenna ends up training all the people who work on it. She's like, okay, Based final, on fi- this model. final training day. Gina, bring <laughs> You're going to plant me on airplanes <laughs> as a test for the other flight the perfect attendants. Test, yo, the perfect when test. When she's sleeping, touch her arm to wake her up. It would be the test of like, can you handle pressure and rude people and messed up people that's the thing i don't think i've ever been openly rude to a flight attendant unless i felt like they were being douchebags which is very rare yeah it's very rare that i've seen a flight attendant that's being a total jerk but it has happened where it's been like oh i don't know if you in a bad mood or something sugar but you need to back it take the spice off of everything i've had one of those yeah or it's like uh your bad day ain't my problem i'm traveling Mm -hmm. so I'm the nicest I ever am on a plane. I'm so serious. Really? Because I'm terrified of flying. Mm. Are you really? So we make an acquaintances. Okay, what's your name? Mm-hmm. I'm going to need you. <laughs> if we're going down. But it's not because I want to be your friend. It's because then you're going to get me to safety. This is not a necessity. Peace. Yeah. Yes. 100. I'm the nicest. I uh, See, I'm not terrified. My, Jeremy's very, and my husband's a nervous flyer. Jeremy's a nervous flyer because his grandparents died in a, in a plane crash. What? Yeah. And and so understandably, he's a paranoid traveler. Was it a private plane or like no, a regular? like a plane plane? Oh, wow. I don't know. I have the a theory about story. private plane. That's so. crazy. Oh yeah, um, I it was as far as I know, it was like a regular plane plane. That's horrible. And so both him and his dad are very nervous flyers, which I can totally understand. I'm a nervous traveler, not a nervous flyer. Once I'm on the plane, I'm good. I'm Gucci. I'm looking out the window. I'm fine. If there's turbulence. I'm still fine. If there's turbulence on a plane, I am strangely calm. Like, I'm literally just like, I guess these are the people I die with. Like, I'm like, I don't, if something happens, I can't do nothing. What am I going to freak out for? But turbulence makes a lot of people nervous. Not me. me. Does it really make you nervous? First time on a plane by myself. Oh, no. Was the first time there was, I ever felt turbulence. And I was probably like 14. I hate flying. I, ha- I remember. Well, that's a pretty young age for that to happen. Yes. By yourself. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And 
here was the actually this is why I don't like the window seat because I was on the window seat and when you do when it's real turbulence I'm next to the wing wing. yeah see the wing shaking it messed it up I start crying but like not allowed Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's silent because you're terrified I'm terrified and the lady next to me it takes her forever to realize I I didn't want her to realize because I'm doing this you know I'm doing it in, in the window like no I don't like crying in front of people and when she knows she was like oh my god you're like really scared I was like we go die. You're like, I'm a child. <laughs> yes. We go die, lady. I sat next to a fully grown man. <laughs> I was flying from the Bahamas back to New York. I was getting off of a cruise ship. And I was already tired. And I had made the mistake of speaking Spanish to this guy. Because I knew he spoke Spanish. <laughs> and he had heard me speak Spanish. So he started talking Spanish to me. And as soon as the plane took off, like, we don't really know each other. He just grabs my hand out of terror. Mm. And every time the plane shook, he would grab my hand and he would like squeak. He was so nervous. Mm. And I, look, I don't like strangers, but if somebody is really struggling, I can't. Oh, yeah. I can't be that person that's like, please don't touch me. I was holding his hand. I was talking to him. I was like, you're okay. Everything's fine. It's a little bit of turbulence. You're going to be okay. And like holding his hand the whole flight. All mama wanted to do was sleep. Mm-hmm. But I was stuck in the middle seat. And that's your middle seat duty. Yep. <laughs> you are the aisle therapist. Jenna. <laughs> so Thanks. I was holding his. I was, you're the role therapist. Yeah, you're there. You really are. To and pillow. Mediate. Yes. <laughs> you got yeah. this sleepy person here. You got the freaked out person here. Yeah. So I was just holding his hand and talking to him the whole time. But I mean, he was absolutely terrified. This was a grown man. Like, he was in his 50s, grown man, family, everything. Grown man. My aunt's grown, like grown. that. She has to take some kind of, like, meds to calm down while she's flying. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Well, you see, I just would do the t- the sleep thing. I would mm-hmm. basically exhaust myself right. and then be like, I'm going to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a shot. I'd be like, oh, can I buy a little bottle? Thank <laughs> you. Nah, see, my first big turbulence was, like, my plane actually dipped going when i was going to that would would freak me out dipped yeah like like, so right so when i when i went to guam you had to fly into japan and then take like a mini plane to guam right so on the way to japan but i guess because it was such a big flight or whatever a long flight you see the map of your plane right and then the line behind it like this is where you've been through already and at one point the turbulence was happening blah 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 and we were all like just finally happy that it was over. We look at the map and the 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 line was like and like it went down. Like and I was just like, that's what all that was. Like it was so scary. And it's a huge plane. So this is a plane. This was like a three yeah. aisle plane, like the big planes. Oh, because we big, were big. we were flying so like you, 19, that was big, big. 19 hours. So this is like a roller coaster for planes because yeah. That, yeah. Is, that is the map. It was a dip, dip. I was just like, never going oh, there. That happened. Wow. Yeah. I was on uh, a flight once with my ex. We were flying to California and we had a layover in Atlanta. And we're leaving the Atlanta airport, and I put my headphones on. I'm out. He was in a different seat. Like he wanted the aisle seat, so I took a window and I was in a different row than him. So I was knocked out and I, I hear people because I, I keep my headphones at a reasonable volume just mm-hmm. in case something should go down. Mm-hmm. And so I hear people like murmuring. There's mad talking going on. I'm going, yo, what is going on? Like, can can you let me live in this? <laughs> to use Catherine's <laughs> phrase, can you let me live in this? 
And I, I take off my headphones and I'm hearing people and they sound all panicked. And I look out my window and I see from the engine, there is a fire in the engine. Like, oh, right. That's nice. And I like, I'm like, oh, that would be why everybody's freaking out. <laughs> so then the pilot comes on us as we're turning around. We're going back to Atlanta airport. And I'm like, okay, cool. <sighs> like I put my oh headphones my back on. I'm God. like, I'm about to go back to bed. Okay. So I'm listening to everything no. that's going on. Right. Cause I'm like, all right, let me just take off one headphone and listen. Cause I wasn't going to panic. I'm like, there's nothing I can do about this situation. We gonna make it or we're not. What am I going to do? Panicking doesn't help. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, let's just see what happens. So everybody's like panicked and murmuring and you know, I'm not going to say that I was totally calm, but I wasn't freaking out at all. It was just like, I was like, what's going on? So finally we land, right? And I'm like, okay, we good. Everybody gives a, the, the uh, pilot an applause. Uh, there's still a fire going. And I'm like, all right, we're good. It wasn't that serious. And then like six fire trucks descend upon us and they tell us to leave our stuff on the plane and to go down the slide. So they broke out the slide. The for slide? So we had now to, I'm jealous. Yes, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We had to go down the slide. And you know me, I Whee! was like, Wee! <laughs> I went down the slide. I was like, Wee! wait, 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 wait. Did you have to leave your two bags? I had to. Had to leave my bags. My ex didn't leave his bags. He was like, I ain't leaving nothing. I took all I'm his sorry, stuff. I yeah. it. And, and I was like, damn, I'm dumb. I shouldn't have trusted him. I should have done the same thing you did. <laughs> but he was also, since he works in multimedia, he was filming it the whole time. He had his camera out and he's trying to film people. To, and he ended up selling the footage to like Fox 5 or whatever. But we slid down the slide and there's a bunch of people like crying. And I'm like, why are y'all like we made it like, i know i don't, like, I don't understand I don't why the crime there's no about. tragedy here like i understand your nerves but i'm like such a new york response i'm like what are you guys crying for like <laughs> what, why are you crying you bunch of babies you're alive <laughs> <laughs> you guys got your life you got your health <laughs> like, <laughs> i was like why are you crying i could not understand why people were literally sitting on the floor bawling and i'm like there was a little fire <laughs> I was like, we made it out all right. Like, if somebody had been seriously injured, I think somebody twisted their ankle coming down the slide. Like, I legit think when somebody, that was it. Like, an older lady. Okay, come on. She's older. Yeah, but I was like, yeah, of course, somebody's going to twist their ankle, but like, (laughs) why are y'all crying? (laughs) I could not understand, but that's the freakiest thing that's ever happened. And now I won't cry. As an adult, I don't, but I still get the feeling. I'm just much better at like, and I don't freak out. I'm in. I'm planning how I'm gonna run you all over <laughs> and be out. Like, I'm, see, I'm it is survival of the like, fittest when we get to a certain point. And when somebody's going ahead. through it, I'm there. Like, I don't care if you're a grown man or whatever. Like that grown man, I was like, I will hold your hand and act like it's me that's scared. I'm like, you don't even have to be embarrassed. I will be the one that takes the fall for this. <laughs> I will hold your hand and be like, thank you for being there for me. <laughs> like, I will. I'll help your ego out here because I understand what's like. I'm trying to think of anything that is equal to me. That would make me that nervous. Oh, social that's, situations. No, it's fear. <laughs> that's the only it's thing. I, the only time I empathize is social situations. Like when I walk into a fully packed bar, that's when I feel the anxiety somebody feels when they're going through turbulence. When I walk into a packed bar or a packed club and it's loud and there's a lot of people, I get. That's when I get like that. That's when I'm like, I can't do this. I can't. I gotta get out of here. Like that's is that I fear? Get. It's that fear. Nah, damn. I, yeah. So it's that. That I can. I can relate it to that to make me understand like how bad it is to be like that freaked out by something. But for me, it really depends on, I don't like to be comfort comforted. Unless, well, first off, don't touch me. Like, I don't care how scared I am. Don't touch me. <laughs> you need permission to touch me. No, if somebody was, are you, excuse me? Like for oh, a second, I'll forget my If it's a stranger or if it's somebody that you're with. 
Like, like if somebody you're I'm with, with like a friend and they're trying to comfort you. Yeah, like, no, totally different. Because I'm like strangers, I, don't touch me. That's good to know. Because if you're freaking out and I'm like, oh, come here. If you're like, get the fuck off me. I'm like, oh my god. I can't believe you. All right, jeez, Catherine. All right. It also, I those both your situations sound horrible to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like horrible. I can't even think of most of my flights that have been like horrible, except for that one. That yes. one. Yes. God yeah, is that, like I mean, blessing me. That's what it is. He's like, oh, you want one? I'm gonna send you. Like no. No, like, no. Why, why did you go back to 14? Because I told you I go into a whole different other person on the plane. She went back to 14. <laughs> Catherine did her little her little baby voice came out there. That was a little baby Catherine. Today's podcast features baby Catherine. We brought her to her scary place, and no. she came out and was like. <laughs> Stop, guys. I'm gonna snort. Oh, I feel like it's happened already for me. Oh yeah, I'm terrified. Of I feel like you can't. Listening to the it. three of us can't be together without somebody snorting at some point. Like, <laughs> with laughter, guys. With okay, laughter. Yeah, I was gonna say, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I didn't say somebody snorting something. <laughs> like we snort with laughter, guys. The three of us together. <laughs> how did the three of us start hanging out initially? You. I know yeah. me. I'm like, I'm like, but yeah. how? Does I anybody even remember? Yeah. Well, no, I don't remember the first time, but all I remember is that tacos. you were. It was probably tacos. Pro- it, it was probably, all about you, tacos. You were single. So you was living a whole different hey, life. I was in my single life. Yeah. yeah. She came out of prison. Yeah, like, I, did. I was out of lockdown. <laughs> I was living yes. my best booty life. I was out Yo, there. You were out there. Eating just tacos, living. drinking margaritas. So many yes. tacos. <laughs> Yo, our life is filled with tacos and margaritas and for coffee. like the longest time. And coffee. It was coffee, tacos, and margaritas. I joined coffee this time. year, though. Yes, because you used to drink coffee. Welcome. No, I went through all my 20s, no coffee. I'm very grateful to God for that. No, I'm serious. I'm like, I needed no energy. 30 hit, done. Yep. I was it. like, oh, so this stuff works. <laughs> 30 hit and your body was like, um, see, the thing is, <laughs> I need some energy. So you're going to have to make this coffee thing happen. Yep, yep. Yep, I feel you. I feel you. And then that's also CBD because yes. it does get me anxious. Mm-hmm. So it sounds weird to put CBD in coffee, but it really helps me. No, it helps I get, to balance I get, it out. I wake if, up. If you are serious, like um, easily affected by caffeine, yeah. like Jeremy's very sensitive to caffeine. If he has a coffee, he is up all day. I can have a coffee and take a nap right after. Yo, I, I am literally said that effects. this morning. Yeah. I was like, this coffee is doing nothing. It was a red eye too. Oh. And I was falling asleep. Yep. Yep. I was falling asleep. That's what happens when your body gets too used to having caffeine. Because now my it's my body has, a, I have a high tolerance for a lot of mm-hmm. things. And one of those things is caffeine, mm-hmm. which is why mm-hmm. I can drink two to three like coffees a day but when i started working with a nutritionist she was like can you not try to stop your heart on a daily basis yeah, with this caffeine i have to do that too yeah no because my caffeine i was it was crazy my caffeine intake and people are like well that's probably why you have insomnia and i'm like i've had insomnia since i was like a teenager when i wasn't drinking coffee when so, did you start drinking coffee when i was in college because mm. it's not like my parents i mean my parents let me try mm, their coffee because Puerto Ricans, you know, they gave me their coffee. Oh yeah, with some bread me on their coffee. Mm, yes. Dip that in. Yes. But yes. I we talked about this. yes, <laughs> we talked about this the, the other day. We talked about dipping the crackers into the coffee mm-hmm, and everything, mm-hmm. and the seriousness of that. That was serious. Mm-hmm. You couldn't talk to my grandmother if she didn't have her coffee yet. If you even tried, she'd yeah. look at my you mom, with that one stare, like, like that. "Excuse me, I haven't had coffee. Stop talking." 
See, my mom wasn't like, like, well, I don't know if my mom was like that. All I knew was that if she didn't have her milk. My dad's was, like that. Oh my, she was like, who used the milk? Like, it was bad. Yeah, my it dad's like that. My dad'd be like, really? Yeah. Really? Now and I got to go the get milk. And back in? Uh-uh. My mom don't drinks coffee with milk and no sugar. And I think that's the milk grossest thing no in the world. Milk and no sugar. Yeah, I don't drink. I, oh, don't I, eat, I drink coffee. that. I mean, I when I did no gross. sugar, milk and no sugar. Why is that gross? Because it it's pointless. Number one. Uh, well, I put. Gross. It depends how much milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when I was doing no sugar for like ten days, I I put cinnamon, like a little bit of cinnamon, yeah. just to give it a little something. Sum. But I don't have anything in my coffee anyway. Because I want it to be, I'm drinking coffee for function. I'm not drinking it because it's a tasty beverage. Mm-hmm. If I want that, I might get like a mocha here and there. But like yeah. for the most part, I'm sticking to black coffee because I need it to work and I need it to yeah. be at its strongest. Right. But you're sensitive to caffeine. Yeah. So it makes sense that you put milk in your coffee. Mm-hmm. But no sugar. because I mean, you saw my face the other day. They put milk in my coffee. And she my, freaked out. I was Well, mad. it was a silent freak out. It was. I was raged on the inside. Was, it was all rage. And on the outside, it was just like frustration. It was just like, I really wanted an iced coffee. And I drank one and a half. <laughs> yeah. She, there and but I was she didn't like, want to waste it. And I could understand that. That's another thing that made me upset was like, now that nobody's going to drink this coffee. Yeah. She guilted me. I oh, I just finished mine actually. I, oh, <laughs> in the sad moment. I when went you to go grab coffee. it and I was like, oh, that's empty. Oh, we have to get to our Dear Gina segment. Um, I'm glad you're here for this one, Jenna. I feel like Yay. you are a good person for this. Oh, God. <laughs> the Dear Gina, if somebody is at a crossroads in their career, what would you suggest? Um, this is an interesting question. I think that a lot of people in a lot of different career choices come to a crossroads all the time. For me personally, when I mean, I'm assuming by crossroads, you mean some sort of plateau when you've plateaued out in your career. What do you do? I always find a new way to challenge myself. Me personally, like I want to try to do comedy in Spanish someday. And I've just been invited to do it in May and I'm going to try it. And I'm scared. I'm petrified. But there's always ways you can push yourself. And also being honest with yourself to me is the biggest thing. Like, are you really happy if you've plateaued at where you're at? Are you still happy there? Do you maybe need a career change or a job change? That's what, I mean, I would suggest. I'm going to go and ask Jenna first, and then we'll ask Catherine. Jenna, any suggestions as somebody who's had several different careers? Um, Yeah. I mean, I'm a strong believer of doing what you love. I know it sounds very cliche, but if you are doing what you love, it doesn't feel like work. And if it does, if the reality of it, it's work. But it's something that you enjoy doing. It's something that you wake up every day and you're like, the fire is lit the minute you open your eyes. It's never that feeling of like, ugh, I got to go to work tomorrow. You know, like find that thing that just makes that fire light up the minute you open your eyes every day. And that's it. And just don't be afraid to fail. You want to fail forward, guys. Failing Mm. forward means... Yeah, it, it was a mishap at first and it didn't work out, but tweak it, find the leaks, patch them up, try it again, fail, try it again. But as long as you're making improvements on the way and then it'll all come together at some point. But don't be afraid of it. Love it. Get comfortable with uncomfortable people. Nice. I agree. Catherine. Well, you see, I interpreted the question differently. Okay, right? well, go for it. Um, When you said... When they say crossroads, you said... um, I said plateau. Plateau, right. Well, I took it more like a crossroads, meaning like um, when you question 
if this is what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's having a hard time in it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's going, should I do something else? Should I try it a different way? That's also, to me, that's a crossroads, right? Mm-hmm. That's like the fork in the that's road. That's true, yeah. And so I think in those situations, it's being honest with yourself. And it goes back to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. See, if you're honest with yourself, you are going to have those hard moments. You're, it's going to suck. And then the ups are going to be like really awesome. Mm-hmm. If you keep trying, yeah. which is not easy for me because I'm somebody who can very much like get in her feelings. Yeah. But when you can't answer, well, then what else should I do? And I have another answer. Like if that's the only answer, then we're not stopping. Yeah. We're going to keep going. No, we're going right, to try right. different. You know what I mean? So right. that's how I see it. Nice. That's God, a good way Eddie. to see it. Yeah. yeah. That was nice. And I like the way that you interpreted that, actually, because it makes a lot of sense for somebody to come to that point in their career where they're just like, well, I don't know if I should even be doing this anymore. Should I switch gears? Should I do something Mm -hmm. different? Which also makes sense in your different career paths and career choices. I mean, you've always been, you know, a producer of content. Yeah. But you've worked in several different like places and several different avenues and for you i remember there was a time where you had felt like you hit a crossroads and you were just like i don't know which way to go Mm -hmm. yeah or even trying a new aspect of thing or when you really don't know when you're like i know i want to do this but i don't know to what degree so from for me i taught myself how to edit like i somebody gave me um well my mom bought from my neighbor a stolen ibook that had the adobe (laughs) system in it and so i had photoshop and i had uh, no, I had Final Cut, and I taught myself how to edit. So I was like, I want to be an editor. No, I don't. <laughs> but I needed to figure that out. Once yeah. I taught myself, of I got internships. I was in that part of the industry, and then I was like, I don't want to be in post-production, but I want to be in this industry. Yeah. I had to figure out every part of production and then pre-production, and I've worked in every side of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So for me, it's like those things made me realize I'm more of a creative. I'm a storyteller. And so what that led me to is that you need to write. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I produce. That's what I do as well because I enjoy that process. But if it's scripted, I need to go there. But there was many crossroads to get to that realization yes. for me. You know? And that's what the, the good thing about crossroads. And it's like, it's like seeing the good thing about failure, mm-hmm. seeing the good thing about crossroads mm-hmm. is that it is a challenge. It is a challenge to yourself. And you can either be afraid of that challenge or you can embrace that challenge. You can embrace that change. Mm -hmm. Nobody gets anywhere and is perfect the first time right out the gate. Never. You're going to drop the ball. It's going to go bad. You're going to get scared. You're going to feel bad about it. But push on because there's a lesson in every failure. And if you fail to acknowledge that, then you you lose way more. Mm -hmm. If you just look at it and you go, okay, yes, this didn't work out. But I'm going to try it one more time. I'm mm-hmm. going to switch up the game. I'm going to do it differently. Yep. And if that fails, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to rethink it. And and that's all you have to do to push forward. It's just push past that crossroads. Push past that failure so mm-hmm. that you can get to the other side. It's like I think it was like Will Smith who has that saying of like there's um, past the failure. Once you get past that mm-hmm. failure, past your fear. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You will get to, there's so much on the other side of that. Mm -hmm. There's so much more on the other side of that if you can get past that. So that said, we did a good job today. I know. Guys. Yay. I just want to commend us for how awesome we did. We cute. We cute. (laughs) Thank you, 14-year-old Catherine. I was like, that's back to 14. (laughs) Um, Jenna, tell the lovely people where they can find you. I am on Instagram. Jenna, J-E-N-N-A underscore Kenepa. 
K E N E P A. I never realized that. Yeah. A good friend of mine who was my previous boss uh, used to call me that all the time. And I made that my Instagram handle. That's cute. Um, and that's pretty much it, y'all. Find her on the gram, on you the guys. Gram. Uh, Catherine, tell the lovely people where they can find you. Same. On, on the, the gram, gram, fam. <laughs> um, but it's the long ass name. <laughs> <laughs> At Catherine. Should I spell it? Go ahead, spell it. K A T H E R I N E, the letter G dot M E N D O Z A, Catherine G dot Mendoza. That's my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it's long, guys. I need a new one. But you one. know what? I find it adorable that it's your full government. For real. Like, it's like, your whole government. Yep. Like, you were like, this is Facebook, right? <laughs> yep. No, that's not actually not why, because I'm like, I want, that's the way I present myself in the industry. Yeah, no, that that's my sense. name. That makes sense. And I'm not, a, I'm not a personality. I'm like, I'm not. What, what? I'm gonna have my aim name? That was KGM Echo Red. Like, come on, we. Ew, about, hey, do you understand how long ago ew, that was? Aim Echo Red. We all had an aim name that we're proud of. Don't well, my. Do, oh God. <laughs> yeah, okay. you're welcome. So, fun fact: since you you airing yourself out, I air <laughs> myself out. We all know how much I love. Who I call my fairy godmother J Lo, right? Yeah, yeah. I... I'm obsessed, guys. Fun fact: it was so bad that. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> when I started my AOL, <laughs> the handle was "Cause I'm Real." I swear to God. Wow! Because that's... of her song, really, and Cause... it was because of J Lo. I swear cute, to God. Though. Guess what? My Yahoo was <laughs> no Mini Mariah forever. Mariah forever. <laughs> the number Mariah. four and EVA. <laughs> Forever, <laughs> Mini Mariah. This tells you so much Forever. about it. Cause though. I'm yes. real. The le- the word real. The letter E was a three. Yes, ah. you damn right it was. Uh huh. You guys, you guys right. can find me at gbrion.net. <laughs> find me on the gram fam at gbrion on Instagram. Or Mini Mariah. <laughs> or at Mini Mariah no, forever. You gotta say it like Mini Yahoo, Mariah. Mini Mariah. <laughs> Go back like babies of passion. <laughs> so you guys can find me. I or you can hit up my Yahoo. I don't know how to get into it anymore. <laughs> I will not be answering your email because I don't know the password to get into my Yahoo no more <laughs> um but good luck with that or you can hit me up on the gram um thank you for joining us i always like to end the show with a piece of advice that my mom always uh gives me which is uh one catastrophe at a time my mom always says that when you're dealing with stuff take it one catastrophe at a time you might have a lot of stuff coming at you but uh handle it slowly baby steps y'all Thanks, baby mom. steps right <laughs> thank you guys for joining us until next time deuces do it like that. Yeah. You the kind of chick that's ready to fight back. Yeah. Looks damn good, but really she type bad. Mm-hmm. Go to sleep, I call him my nightcap. Born killer, you a born killer. Mm. Go on, get him. Go on, go on, get him. Mm.